Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, welcome back to Adventure Radio today. Yeah, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> today we have um, Kai Ferno. Is that right? Um, no, Kai. No, 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 it was Ferno. Because remember Disco Inferno? Well, I said Ferno. But you went Ferno, yeah. What, rather than Ferno? The Ferno, yeah. Um, it's like, hey, Bill Kerr, as opposed to Bill Kerr. Ah, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's all right. Um, so, Kai Ferno. Fernu, Fernu. Fernus. Fernux. Kai, Kai, um, Kai's a stunt woman. Yep. And, uh, Actually, recently retired stunt, stunt rec- woman. Recently retired stunt woman. And uh, she's also a survival expert. Yep. And uh, she's and a, a really cool chick. And an author. And an author, published yep. author. She's um, really fun. This is actually one of the one of the best gags podcasts we've had. We were, we were, we were laughing hard. Yeah, we were. She on. was laughing with us too. She was laughing, not at us, with us, with us wholeheartedly and around us. Yes, she was <laughs> definitely around us. That's good. Um, so you guys are going to love this show. Uh, this show is brought to you by Carve. Head to www.carve.ph/advf to get ten hours free on any and all projects you may want. And also by Audible, head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF to get your free 30 days and one free audio book. Me you, and Tommy uh, swear by Audible, absolutely oh yeah. 100%. 100% time. And also, it's brought to you by AdventureFit Travel. So head to www.adventurefittravel.com, use the code word radio, and you'll get 10% off any and all trips. We also have... Um, we also have our Kokoda and Bali trips coming up soon, guys. So get your tickets in there and uh, head to the website to find out anything else about what we've got going on. You read anything on Audible at the moment? Yeah, I'm going through uh, The Silk Roads, A New History of the World. Wait, hang on. Sorry. Are you listening to anything on Audible at the moment? Yeah, I'm listening to uh, The Silk Roads, <laughs> Silk A New Roads History on. of the World. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. It's, yeah. about, um, it's about how... Culture and everything kind of didn't start in Europe. It started in Asia. Really? And how it spread. Okay. Basically. So, yeah. um, well, it's a, it's like the 10,000 year history of Asia mm. from, from 10,000 years, years ago. ago till now. Yeah. Yep. Sick. It's really good actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've, uh, you've sold it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah. I'm seeing, re- still listening to The God Delusion by oh, yeah. uh, Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins. Mate, Dork. the more I read that, the more I just believe there is no God. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, he, I mean, he puts up so many great arguments and backs up with facts and evidence and all this sort of stuff. Like, I feel like I'm raising my, my conscience. Like, I feel like I'm- Your conscience? More, my, my consciousness. Mm. Consciousness, mm. yeah. I feel like I'm more intellectual now from listening to it because I don't have this idea of where science lacks, religion can fill in the gap. It's like, mm. now science lacks this, good, we'll just keep discovering until it no longer lacks that information. Yeah, I think um, I think I was definitely an atheist, and I'm definitely agnostic now. I think uh, I would still classify myself as agnostic. Yeah, yeah, something happened somewhere that we don't know about. So yeah, yeah, but I would like to read the God Delusion. I've heard it's, it's very good. So well, what's really interesting is that um, you know, I mean, uh, Islam and Judaism, and like, I mean, those devout religious people have real issues with it, and in a place like. Um, Syria and Raqqa and all these places where like it's clearly forbidden. Mm. It's been downloaded as a PDF over 10 million times. Mm. So there are people that are deep within the heart of religion territory that are like, I need, I need to understand this. You mm. know? It's interesting. Inter- interesting. Mm. Anyway. Well, um, before we waffle on too much more, yeah. Yeah. here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it! 
Adventure Radio, we're sitting here with Kai. Who did you just look at? I don't know. <laughs> hey guys, sitting, welcome back. Live studio audience here. <laughs> sitting here with Kai Disco Ferno. That's it. Um, <laughs> Disco in Ferno. <laughs> um, Kai, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I just got my first nickname ever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Disco. Disco, Disco Queen. All right, so um, normally we throw to Tommy's tribute, but Tommy's little dog died. And yep. We're Semi, not going uh, yeah, no. to do the tribute. Guys, uh, so that's where we'll probably end the show today. I'm glad I drove from Torquay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. the show, guys, please leave us a rating and review. Yeah. And um, see you next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he, uh, he was a good little fella, ripe old age of 13, but um, sadly he passed away. And uh, yeah, so no tribute. I apologize, uh, listeners. But um, next week I will be doing a, a live a live interview. Um, no, I don't know what I'm saying here. We'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, thanks for coming on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm a just recently retired stunt performer. Mm. Um, retired by force, I think. I just uh, tore my hamstring completely off my butt bone and Ooh, had it screwed good. back on. Um, butt bone. My butt, butt bone. bone. I've got butt screws. Four really? of them. Butt screws? Yeah. <laughs> I've been screwed in the butt, but uh, <laughs> I don't have any butt screws. And you thought you didn't have a good nickname for me yet. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'll give you another one now. Yeah. Kai, uh, Kai Disco Butt Screws for no. <laughs> that's on the birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> Tis now. Yeah. Um, so I used to be an outdoor guide. So originally when I first started, um, well, when I first started college, I was doing business management. Mm. Uh, broke my back in a car accident decided I could never be indoors ever again and went outdoors so uh, rock climbing kayaking sailing instructor got a little bit tired of sleeping in a tent for most of the year and Mm. um, somebody suggested I should try being a stunt performer so I headed to Vancouver in Canada. Just like that. Just like that. Easily convinced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Go on, hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I said retired stunt performer. Otherwise, I'd totally give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um, yeah, just wandered around in Vancouver, sort of asking anyone who'd listen to me, like, "Oh, how do you become a stunt performer?" I had yeah. no clue. Most people are like you. You'll never make it. You'll never be a stunt performer. Really? Oh yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I had no transferable skills. You know, I thought I'd do like an abseiling stunt but mm. turns out in 15 years I've only ever abseiled over a building once um, so that's just not a popular stunt mm. and um, yeah and finally in a pub some guy is like here if you're really serious about it he's the name of a guy who can teach you fighting so I just um, trained for like every day for a couple of years and um, wow well, it turns out I'm a pretty good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Very aggressive, so really watch yourself. Don't match with the disco. <laughs> yeah. So, awesome. so you broke your back and then decided to start abseiling and climbing and stunt performing. Well, That's a real yeah. conundrum. Well, the doctor told me I would never be physically um, active again. He told me I wouldn't be able to play sports right. again. Ugh. And. You know, I mean, that's the scary part for me is that people listen to the doctors and not mm. their own body, right? So yep. um, 
I just decided that that sounded really awful. And about six months into rehab, I had an Icelandic friend who was like, come on out, we'll teach you how to climb. And, um, you know, climbing exercises every muscle in your body. It's mm-hmm. like swimming. So it's one of the best um, – I, I think it's one of the best forms of rehab I could have been doing. So mm-hmm. it strengthened my body way beyond probably what I would have done on just normal physio and – and then oh. I decided to see how far I could push it. And I thought, well, maybe the most extreme physical job in the world would be <laughs> good yeah, to test yeah. it out. That's good. I, so, I, um, yeah, right. I've been told that before. That I, I've been told I, should never, I can never squat before, uh, never squat again yeah. by two different doctors. Mm. And in the doctors last three years, I've huh? trained as a weightlifter and a powerlifter <laughs> and my back's 100%. Yeah. Yes. It would be so, better. It would be better, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and it always blows me away because I do meet people who've had a similar injury and they've listened to the doctors, mm. you know, and they've used that as a – as a pillar for the rest of their lives mm. they missed out on just so much. So, mm. you know, um, one of the things I do is motivational speaking and I'm mm. just sort of like, listen to yourself. You know mm. I mean? Yes, there are cases where that is absolutely accurate and your doctor is 100% correct. But, you know, like use your own own body as your own guide and, mm. and go from there. Yeah. So it was that time spent that – so how long were you in hospital with the back? Oh, gosh. Um, I think I was in hospital about – three weeks Um, and then I went home and I was still flat inside for a long time like three months I reckon I was inside and then then the back brace and you know and and I see now that was almost the worst possible thing I could have done you Mm. know so now with the advances in um, medicine and physiotherapy and stuff they realize that you've got to keep those things moving Mm. so I think that was the other problem is when you just isolate it and hold it so um, rigid that everything else just falls apart around it so it's more that so it was the it was the time in the hospital, and then obviously at home where you were really thinking, I don't ever want to be like this again, and yeah. we get out there and yeah, like yeah, you're just looking out your window outside. It's a beautiful day, and you're just like, God, you Damn. know, yeah. <laughs> Better say what's on YouTube. Yeah. Well, that's the Depending problem. On what you're there into. was no, not even any internet back then. Oh. I, like it wasn't even if my, I wanted to watch TV, Mum had to like push. Like I'm giving my age away yeah. here, but Mum had to like push the TV into my room. You know, you, great, like, you look great, Kai, for someone who's yeah. been around pre-internet. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell Better you, say what's I'll on the bookshelf. <laughs> Oh my God! Internet is fucking crazy. I didn't even have a cell phone. So um, yeah, Thomas Edison, the new Thomas Edison. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention. He was a good man, man. I am. You tell me. People were turning on these things. Lights. They think they were. We also called Tommy for disco, but it was pretty direct. All right, cool. So awesome. So you made your way to Vancouver and started asking people on the street how to become a stunt performer, and then you met a dude in a bar who turned you into a fighter. Yes. <laughs> what type of fighting are we talking about? Um, so I started with a kickboxing base, but the guy that trained me was like a black belt in kickboxing and taekwondo, and like he samurai sword and Jesus. Wow. yeah. So I like <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> we learned everything, you know, like lo- the long stuff and sticks, knives. Any type of yeah, sword. Shit. So, so you, you were a real like, don't fuck with me sort of person. <laughs> you <laughs> probably beat me, Tommy. Up, oh, absolutely. I, I mean, can't fight my way out of a web paper bag. <laughs> with a sword, even. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can beat me up. I suck. Yeah. <laughs> but I could teach you how to clean a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always says to me, like, you could probably beat me up. I'm like, I'm really good at missing, you know, because that's what you have to do with stunts. You oh, have yeah, to be so yeah. precise, but you just miss. So we never connect. And I'm always worried. I Like, I get in a bar fight and I'll just be like, hang on, what was the choreography again? Yeah, like, right. were you going to go left on me? just beside his face. Yeah, So give us some um, some movies. Like, give us some some cool experiences. Where have you been? Like, um, what do we know you in? Um, Thor? I don't know if you've seen Thor. Really? You yeah. were Thor? You were Thor. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning my sexuality. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, 
Bumpscrew. Bumpscrew. Thor. Thor. Should have seen me wield that hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I had way bigger muscles back then. Uh, no, I was the warrior goddess Sif who um, fights next to Thor. So there was. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. So That's awesome. Has, you know, three guy companions and a girl. So I was, um, I doubled her. Yeah. And that was awesome. I was like seven months of working on that and got to obviously use my fighting stuff and um, wow. do some really big wire stunts, you know, big smashes and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that was. That was really cool. And then I was in the Avengers. I doubled um, Kobe Smulders, who was um, Samuel L. Jackson's sidekick. Um, That's awesome. I, I got to fight Hugh Jackman in X-Men 3. Really? I, I doubled Jennifer Garner on Electra and Sharon Stone on Catwoman. And, really? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had some... I've You're had a Marvel chick. Yeah. I, I love Marvel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. <laughs> um, you know, I was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then I got my own little character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I just love the Marvel Universe. It's awesome. <laughs> I do too. I'm... I'm the, I was a they massive comic nerd growing up. Me I had too. All the, and they all. I had. Um, I didn't mind Superman, but I didn't get into Batman as a mm. kid. I was X Men the whole way. Yeah. Force X Factor, Wolverine, like, yeah. Spider Man, Hulk, and then. But I don't really get into the movies all that much. Ah, oh, really? I prefer. I prefer the specifically the, because the, you're. In- <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't you have said that anyway. I had this conversation with someone the other day. I feel like the DC. Uh, universe does it. I like the grittier movies. Yeah, like Do the you? new Superman and the Batman's compared to like, like yeah, the Marvel. Like the new, yeah, the Marvel has too much uh, gags see, for I, me. I think I have to leave now. This, <laughs> yeah. this podcast I'm is over. Really yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't sort of stand the DC ones. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't even Batman? watch. I can't even watch Christian Bale do that. Oh, and Batman. I'm like, Batman. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Why are you trying to kill me? Yeah. Thank you. And you'll never have to. Yeah. <laughs> really good. See, you could have done it. I mean, I am Batman. Hey, you could have done it way better. We could have here. You do Batman, I'll do Batman. I, I just can't what do. Would you call I can't do this. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, you guys Thanks are great. It's funny, Batman. I don't even know what I'm saying. Do we have a line? Like, do, oh, we, what, do we have a line, guys? Talk to me, man. Talk to me, Bane. No females, like, ever do anything cool in these things. Yeah, I know. There should be more, like, like leading female roles. I know. Like, what about Al, uh, Raz Al Gould's daughter? What was it? Talia Al Gould. She was a badass. Oh, she was, yeah, but yeah. she wasn't a lead role, was she? No. Yeah, I yeah would she like, was. And, was I think, and I heard Wonder much. Woman's going to tank. I'm really sad about that. Yeah. Gonna, oh, I which heard one? it. The new Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman's going to tank. Oh, Kai, Oh uh, yeah. Is that was that a, is that a um, sequel to the Superman? Yeah, yeah. She was already yeah. in the Batman vs Superman yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm waiting. He's he's ready for his line here. Okay. Yeah, like, she's sitting up on the I edge really, of the couch. Yeah, so she's you like, be really excited. I'll be kind, and you can be kind. We'll be kind. I'll play Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're the three point line. Kyle uh, and I are in a fight. Okay. Who's <laughs> with the rock? Okay, baby. That was a terrible Michael Jordan. <laughs> Oh, Did I, is this a good time to say I can't act? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm only really good at falling down. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so, okay, so I'm, so who are you? You be Catwoman. Hang on, no, you be Superwoman. No, Wonder Super- Woman. Ah, oh, man. See, there's Actually, no you cool be chicks. You could be, um, I am- Shirlise Holmes. That's not one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally going to be Shelley's, okay? All right, I'm Shelley's Holmes. Who are you <laughs> I'm Batman. And I am Bane. I am Bane, walking in and doing an Avenger Fit Radio podcast with Kai, who is also known as Shirley's. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show. That is not a problem. So, uh, so Bane, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I don't have any hair, and I uh, I'm extreme. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, 
I was born in the shadows. I was born in the shadows, but I do like Crossbeard. <laughs> Charlie's tell us a bit about yourself. Oh, I can't even go Charlie's there. Charlie's likes Crossbeard. I honestly wish that we could film that. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, well, you have to come back on the show because we're getting a um a uh, a videographer soon, so he'll start doing the doing the run. So we'll do it. We'll come. We'll get you back on the show, and we'll All do right. like a, a massive movie role. Yeah, uh, this, I'll brush up on my acting. It involves a lot of training, though, so you know, just be aware of that. I'll, I'll, I'll look into some character development for Shelley's yeah home. <laughs> You're thinking Katie Holmes and Shelley's Shelley's their own way. That is exactly <laughs> what I like. Love yeah. job. That'd be a good looking love job. By oh, way. that'd be a great looking love job. Yeah. All right, so yeah. so let's get back on track here. So I want to I want to bring it back because. You skipped over how we even got to the movies. Mm, so mm. she was fighting and then we're talking about what your favourite movie roles. How did actually you trans- transition from like, like you've learnt all these skills with this guy, mm. uh, all these fighting skills, and then how did you actually get onto a movie set? Um, it's It was really tough actually. Like, um, I don't think I had a clue what stunt performers did. Mm. You know, like honestly that just looking back on it now, just going, yeah, no, I'll, I'll become a stunt performer then. You know, like I thought there was these like smoke and mirrors involved and that we knew like, there was this secret magical way of falling down when you hit concrete so you don't hurt yourself and mm. things like that. But you know what? It just hurt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember the first time someone punched me in the face. Like, I mean, obviously it was an accident because you're not meant to be hit, but I just went to the bathroom and cried and I was like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. But um, what you do is as you're training to be a stunt performer, you start getting headshots. My first headshot was hilarious. I don't even think I did hair or makeup. I was like this little <laughs> rock climbing scrubber guide and I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, with my hiking boots on, black and white freckles like you um, so you know I got a headshot organized and then you put together what's called a stunt demo um, so you show what you can do looking back I probably showed them everything I can't do um, rather than things I could but you know I got out there with the the long staff and some really cool white like like vision glass and stuff and I was like yeah <laughs> so, fell down a little bit and then you you send out the video and you send out your headshots and you write a resume about everything you can do and just send it out to stunt coordinators mm-hmm. and um, finally, I, I um, actually, the first show I did was a TV show called Dead Like Me. So um, it's a TV show where a lot of people die on it all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I got cast as a, um, a bride at a wedding. Oh, yeah. And Congratulations. So, thank yep. you. It was not awkward at all. The, the guy I had to make out with when they're like, no, you know, I'll kiss the bride was like this really good Christian boy. And his like palms were sweaty and he hadn't kissed like a girl for like 20 years apart oh, from his wife. Bastard. And he was really stressed. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, good guy. Like, you didn't have to do the after, the, 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 the um, oh, bedding scene. Yeah. 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 You'd have been going straight to hell. And then the fun yeah. son, Holy Spirit. Oh, fun son, Holy Spirit. Fun son, Holy Spirit. Good guy, good guy. It was so weird. And the director's like, it'll just be like, just a quick kiss. It'll be like one and two and three and four. I'm like, that is not a quick yeah, kiss. Nah, I'd love a quick that's kiss like that. <laughs> that's just make it out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then as we walk back down the aisle, someone falls off this um, balcony and falls on our head and kills us is, is, is the story. But right. um, 
Like, you got to remember, I was like this rock climbing guide, you know, never seen, barely saw mirrors for most of the first like six years of my yeah. career and stuff. And suddenly I'm in this beautiful white wedding dress, satin, gorgeous, like full length thing. <laughs> and I'm trying to help people out. And I, I pull the dress up to like let them get my shoes on. And I put like my lips and makeup right on the front of the dress. So I just like <laughs> completely ruined the dress. I thought I was going to be fired. But yeah, so anyway, I end up walking down the aisle, someone falls on my head and, and that. So you just fall down. So that's sort of mm. the, the scene I was in. And then. Quite quickly from that, I ended up getting Catwoman mainly because North American women are really short. Right. So, You're um, not particularly short though, are you? You didn't look no. short when you walked in here. So I'm 5'8". Yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, But like true. compared to Australian girls yeah. these days, like whatever's in our wheat bix, they're just going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. super tall now. Yeah. But So what's the average height? Do you know the average height for like Aussie chicks as opposed to American I'm girls? I'm not sure, but that would be an interesting thing to Google because yeah. I'm usually the shortest female around yep. in Australia, but I'm always the tallest one in North America. That's, yeah, wow. So um, I was the only five foot eight fighter in Vancouver at the time. Yep. So if any... Actresses came to town that were that height um, that needed fighting. I got straight in. So oh, that's good. Yeah. So then Sharon Stone came to town. They needed a kickboxing double, and I just sort of walked into that straight role. Straight in. But I was like really out of my depth. Like yeah, really. Yeah. Like suddenly, like I was getting put on the end of these wires. Like I don't. You know when people get pulled backwards yeah, really yeah. quickly. Like Halle Berry's like kicking me in the stomach, and I'm flying back and <laughs> breaking glass and smashing into things. And um, you know, that's I was, the way to do it, though, isn't it? Like. Being out of your depth and just jumping into things, though. Yeah, like, like we had no idea what we were doing when we started the podcast. Really? Oh, oh. And clearly, we've got no idea now. <laughs> yeah. like, things have gone so well yeah. for you. We haven't progressed at all. We've learned nothing. So you became a movie star, and we still suck. <laughs> How long have you been doing this for? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it would seem like three weeks. It's about ten months now, though. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, ten months. At least months. you got these like headphones. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, we look professional. Yeah. 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 We started off with the uh, the cannon string, but it didn't really work. So we got to move on there. So you do learn. Yeah, we've we learned. We've learned, yeah. yeah. Got a bit more money. Yeah. And it is true, like trial by fire. You know, like even on Electro, when I look back at it, you know, I was just so out of my depth with mm. the level of fighting they wanted. But I like I worked on set all day and then I would go to my fight trainer at night and just work on the scenes and work on the moves and stuff all, yep. all um all evening so I was exhausted for three months and had whiplash and couldn't like check my blind spot when I was driving and stuff but you know that's that made me be able to do the stuff I did later in the mm. career so yeah it was great so say for example a movie like um, Catwoman or is Electro a movie or was that a TV show Carmen Electro wasn't it it was a really awful movie <laughs> yeah yeah I okay. mean it was, a, it was a movie yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so say like um, Catwoman for example how many <laughs> days of filming is there for a stunt woman like if you're obviously because what's a movie a movie's like three four months of filming or something uh, like that or? well on Thor we did five or six months so right. those big epics are a long time mm-hmm. um but something like Catwoman, I think, was about three or four months. Like Halle Berry broke her wrist in the middle of it, so wow. we had to wait six weeks for that to heal. So there was right. a bit of an interruption. But I think I worked three weeks on it. Yep. Um, Sharon Stone had a regular double that came with her, but they didn't want um, her to get hurt and be unable to work with Sharon. So they just threw me into the bits that oh, yeah, were yeah. really sort of... Um, the double-double. The big, oh, it was the double-double. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I was the double-double on Electra too. Yeah, yeah. So well, when there's a lot of action in a movie like that, then you're on full time. But then you get those romantic comedies where, you know, someone just trips and falls and so you'd get a day here or there right. on, on something like that. Yeah. So was it, was it hard to get enough work in the industry as a stunt person? 
You know, like, do you, was there always the roles lining up, or because you seem to be, you seem to have gotten like lots of the really big cool mm. roles, mm. like you were talking, like the Marvel universe. Everyone, that's like a dream, a stunt performer's dream, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Do you, but do you have to? Did you have to fill in? Like, was that a good living just filling in these movies, or did you, sorry, or, or would you have to fill in with like? More bits and pieces from elsewhere, or like, how did the how did your life kind of look at the time? Yeah, when I first started, I did background work, so just the extras that you see, sort of wandering by, like, yep. oh, look at that, and mm-hmm. eating, drinking coffee. So I did the extra work, but um, you know, I, again, I've been really, really fortunate. I mean, I've worked very, very hard, mm. but I've also got really fortunate with the roles that I've had, and I didn't need to do anything else. Like about a year into doing st- doing really? stunt work, yeah, that's great. So that I was pretty awesome. well well paid then. Um. Yes, but when you look at what we do, um, I'd say no. You know, like when yeah. people say to me, well, do you get, you know, you must get good money. I'm like, okay, if somebody said to you, right, fall down that flight of stairs, <laughs> you could break your neck. And yeah. then, then they're like, how much okay. is that worth to you? <laughs> yeah, you know? And I promise you, you would never come up with any money. 20 near, bucks. Near enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll, I'll rip your hamstring completely yeah. off the bone. Now, how much is that worth to you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got a cheap one here, yeah, folks. Yeah. I'll do anything for money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Where's that 100 bucks again? Hang yeah. on. <laughs> I'll, I'll be asking for that. <laughs> oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So, so is your body like? Have you got some some serious like banged up bits and pieces? Puff Obviously, you're talking about the... your hamstring. And... Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I've had again a really fortunate career, you know. But then you look back, and I'm like, well, I broke my shoulder, and then recently I I just had a run of it with the show I was doing because it was such an extreme show. So I like broke my hand and my ribs, and then that's the one I tore my hamstring off in the end. So. But, you know, apart from those, I've actually had a really good career and I do attribute that to like yoga. People are sort yep. of saying to me, well, what, you know, what do you do to train for stunts? Mm. And I'm like, yoga, because mm. if you're flexible, you're going to bend instead of break when you yeah, hit stuff. Really. So, you know, stretching's just a huge part of it for me. And then just keeping, just moving like every day. Yep. The other thing that people don't think about either is, um, you know, we're the body doubles for some of these stars. Mm. And when they stopped eating and they got super freaking skinny, um, that made the job really difficult because mm. then you're not just looking at training the skill set. You then have to be training to be the right size to oh, double yeah. these actresses mm. because some of our auditions are as simple as, you know, they line us up facing the wall so our butts are just lo- looking at them and they're like, choose you from your butt shape, you know? Really? Oh, yeah. It's good. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much for that job, Pat? <laughs> Tom- Tommy's going to become a director yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never looking into it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a casting guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I cast people. Oh, I, like, I like dealing with different personalities. Yeah. 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 Turn around. Yeah. So we'll go with Palm Scrooge for this one. Can you write that down? Write that down. I <laughs> Unfortunately, I think with that big scar I've got on there, I'm going to be like, ooh, not that one. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll Photoshop these guys. Right, that's true. Yeah, so I mean, you then have to get this other level of fitness going and mm. you have to be skinny enough, but then, you know, you need the muscle yeah, in between. Be and, and yeah, because if you yeah. if you don't have the muscle holding everything together, then, it, then you're all going to get strains and breaks mm. and stuff. So it, it became just this really big juggling act between okay, well, I also need to be able to move well for the job, but I need to stay together for the job. So, you know, a lot of people think stunts is back to those, the cowboys that were sort of like snorting the cocaine and leaping off trains and stuff. Legends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I did like, that I wasn't getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, <laughs> people, 
<laughs> you missed your calling. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so people just think stunt performers are like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to jump off anything yeah. I'm going to do. They're like, we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh. now, like, you look at someone like Chris Hemsworth to double him, Ugh. like, you got to be training your butt off, yeah. you know? Like, so you're actually coming up with this new breed of stunt performer that is just super healthy and mm. super fit as well as having these incredible skills. So that's mm. sort of just been the movement in the last probably five years or so. But you guys are like the pinnacle of method acting, aren't you? Yes. Like having to having to get your body look exactly like so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that was so... So have you ever had a role where, uh, I, don't, I don't know, person A has been like five, six, seven kilos skinnier than you or something and you've really had to limit your, your calorie intake or something to, to get that? Um, there's been a few, but I've been really fortunate. The actress that I do the most doubling for, Jamie Alexander, she's actually quite curvy yep um and so we've sort of ended up just training together but i've actually managed to stay on the other side of it which is nice you know because then then i'm not too worried about it but there's definitely times when when it comes up like um that freaking electra outfit like that red thing it was just like this red boob thing and then these low slung red tight pants and I was like that <laughs> was it <laughs> yeah. so I was pulling with your faces <laughs> and you could uh, not even have like a carrot for lunch or so yeah. you'd be like oh there's that carrot you know I was <laughs> yeah, like ridiculous true. you said this before um when there was the period where or I feel like you said there was a period where everybody was kind of waif thin um, actresses mm-hmm. Did, were you alluding to the fact that might have changed a little bit or is are we still in that phase where everybody wants the Catwalk size models to be the stars of the film. They're talking about, they're making the right sounds, but, um, you know, I mean, I know of a ton of cases where actresses are taken aside and like, you need to stop eating. Mm. You know I mean? I've mm. had directors. So weird. It's weird, wrong. isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, weird. Like, dudes, dudes, like, guys don't like real skinny girls. No, no, I was just going to, I was not literally like, going to say that. Yeah, not, not like, yeah, I mean. Mm. Oh, it's the it's the it's a strange yeah fad, isn't it's it? really what, weird. I think it's what girls I would agree think with that looks good I would agree with that you know because yeah. I do like there's this massive phase on like Instagram and stuff where if you look at some of the most liked accounts and they're mm. girls with big curvy booties yeah. and you're just like like okay well why isn't that translating into the yeah. actressy world mm-hmm. and I don't know whether it's just that they're close to models like I've been on set before and I um. I was actually just playing myself and um, I was about a size five at the time and different sizes in America, mm. but that's probably about an eight or something, eight or 10 in, in Australia. So is that like a, like a smaller than normal one or? Um, like it's probably, I'd say it's average to small. Okay. Like it's not. Okay. And then, um, and I was on set and they were trying to find wardrobe for me and the, the costume is just standing there and she's like, we don't have any size sixes. She's like, really? who is a size six these days? Like, and the only sizes they had are two and four. And that's actually really super skinny. Yeah. And so she's standing there saying this in front of me. Yeah, that's rough. And then, um, you know, and you're just like, that's incredible. Yeah. Because mm. that's, that's actually definitely bordering on anorexic. Yeah, it's not a, healthy. It's not healthy at all. For a girl my height to be that skinny. So, but that's the norm there. So you just sort of, yeah, I, so I think if weird. I was a less, like if I was, any more insecure, I would have developed an eating disorder oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, well, it well, like sucks. the whole model, the whole um, oh. catwalk model thing. Like, why did that take off? Yeah, it's weird. Because it's like the not, whole heroin shake thing of the nineties. It's not an attractive look, and nah. it's very, it's super unhealthy. Mm. When you're, like, I, I feel like when you're the healthiest, mm. you like just 
beam off this confidence and like mm. confidence is the healthiest of any gender, you know? Right. You and just, you say it. Yeah. And you look at these, these actresses before they get made up and their hair's all falling out and it's all dry and their skin's all sallow and, Ugh. you know, they're just not even getting the nutrients to get mm, by. Yeah, they're exactly. all tired, you know, so they're like rolling and they're like, yeah, and then it's like cut and they're like, oh my God, I need another coffee or cigarette, you know, and it's just like, it is really, really unhealthy. Yep. And, you know, and when I have directors coming up to me going, can you get your actress to stop eating pasta? <laughs> You're like, hang on, like that is not my job yeah. for starters. And I'm like, and she looks beautiful, you yeah, know? Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So what about what about the actual acting side of it? Have you ever um, have you done some acting roles, or have you ever wanted to do that? Or? I, I always joke around because Jamie Alexander, who I worked with the most, she's I'm always like she's my acting double, like because <laughs> I, I get like I'm I'm cool with playing myself. Like yeah. I do a lot of hosting and stuff um, for TV shows and reality mm-hmm. oh, stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So and I'm totally fine when it's just me. Yeah. But you give me a line and I'm like, what's my motivation? I just had to say sir one time and I'm like, is it a question? Yeah. Is it a statement? <laughs> What yeah. are we doing here? Oh, I'd be the same. I don't freak out massively. I've never had a line, but I, I did like a bit of extra work when I was just like going through uni. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I need some money. Yeah. I'm all over Netflix, by the way. All over Netflix. Really? Like, it's a show, Miss Fisher Murders, just like on the ABC. I've I'm, heard I'm of huge it. and I'm really? huge and oh. You're like the dude you drinking you coffee. Tell I'm telling genuine genuines. Genuine lies. I'm telling you genuine genuines. Yeah, genuine non lies. No, I'm huge in it. Yeah, on one in one of the shows, I was. One of the main chicks, I was her love interest. So you I had, were? Oh, I was a love yeah, interest. I know you're yeah. lying. No, no, genu- genuine. I was genuine. So, like, oh, yeah. So, look, I mean, she didn't like me for my looks. She liked me for my banter. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I played that. Yeah, yeah. The man who had no lines. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, and, uh, yeah, before the scene, the director just goes, put this on your head, mate. And uh, it'll all be good. So, like, yeah, I just did, like, a cheeky smile. It's like a real up close to me. I was a footy player. So, it's good fun. Yeah. But the, big, the thing I love about the most was just, like, the amount of food you get given at lunch. Oh it's horrendous. God. I don't know how. How people say skinny on that? What, what horrendous yeah. quality food or oh, no, just no, horrendous no, amounts? No, just oh, horrendous like, amounts of food and lots of donuts and Ooh, bagels oh, and yeah. cakes. That's and, what I like. like you like I'm cakes? Oh, you do. Yeah, it's great. I, yeah. I want to be a stunt performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cocaine and food. Cocaine and donuts. Cocaine and donuts. Yeah. Oh, it's gold. So, have you ever like? Um, what about? So, your body, you've come through unscathed to some extent, apart yeah. from the hamstring and a few. Like bumps from the back, but have the you ever had any, the shoulder. Have you ever had any times where you've you have really like fucked yourself up, or have you seen any of your, your oh, yeah. colleagues that have really like? When when's the time that it's kind of just all gone pear shaped? Mm. Surely there um, is some. Yeah, like if you watch Thor, there's this massive sequence which um, Jay ended up winning like this really cool award for, it, which is a little plug there. But um, <laughs> I. Um, so I had to jump off this building onto the destroyer robot and then I flip off the destroyer robot onto the concrete and then I get shut down the road by the destroyer robot and then he blasts a hole and I have to go backwards over a car. And when they were setting up the ropes, I'm like, hmm, I, I look like I'm going to go like right over the roof of the car. And they're like, no, no, no. You'll just like f- like jump up a little bit and land on the hood of the car. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds fair. Anyway, so um, when they called action, the people pulled really hard. We didn't have a chance to rehearse it. And I went up over the roof of the car and they'd put a little pad on the hood side of the car in case I'd gone too far but didn't put a pad on the on the roof side of the car. So I, I basically do what's called a scorpion where you land on your back of your shoulders and back of your head and like your legs come up over and like hit the ground and I landed like that on the curb on the Shit. other side of the car and, um, <sighs> and everyone's like, 
and we were losing the light and the director's like oh I don't think we quite got that one we need another take and I like stood up and I was like just a bit woozy and I was like oh my god hang on a minute and they were like no we gotta go we're losing the light and I was like I really need a second here I didn't even know which side of the car to line up on by that stage but and then the guy's like actually looked at the he looked at the take on replay and he was like oh no that actually really killer and I was like yeah it was <laughs> so I didn't have to do right. it again yeah, yeah. slip me a 20 yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when I did the hamstring that was kind of funny because I was like racing along this rooftop running along and then suddenly you go from running like you know when you do your hammy yeah. you go from running to hopping and yeah. you just like and the whole the whole crew like three cameras rolling everyone's like oh god yeah, you can tell when it's a bad hamstring too oh, oh. it looks like someone Gary shot you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. and you just grab your butt and you're like oh yeah. and then they all rushed over and I had like this 10 hour fight sequence to do that day it was like the oh, mid-season finale 10 hour fight sequence oh yeah like, yeah Christ. it was like the Same. mid-season fight finale and they all just came rushing over and they're like what do we need to do I'm like we need to start that fight now yeah. before mm. all of the, yeah. before the adrenaline goes yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. so could you did you have to take time off work um, I should have. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I kept working through that too. By that stage, I'd had the broken hand and the ribs and the hammy and we were just like <gasps> choreographing around that. I was like, okay, really? yeah, I used this elbow and then I used this fist. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, and then, and then I continued for four more months just yeah. sort of working through that, which is why. <laughs> and it was up. ripped off the bone, wasn't it? It wasn't a little one. Um, eventually it got ripped off the bone. So it started the tear that day. Yeah. And then, because I, I kept working on it, the doctor's like, oh, you know, yeah, it's bad, but you can't make it much worse. And then, like, six weeks <laughs> later, I go, oh, oh, yes, I can. Well, oh, yes, I can. Did you just issue me a challenge? So by the time four months is up, he's like, yeah, no, you, you've made it worse. Yeah. Jeez. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so oh, really stupid. Really stupid. Yeah. One of the two. So what was the, what's been, like, what's been the overall highlight through everything for, for your, in your stunt career for you? Um, I mean, a Thor was a definite highlight because, you know, yeah. we were talking earlier about um, superheroes. Like, I was always playing superheroes when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Me and my cousins are always like, um, I was always like Batgirl or Supergirl, you know, because, mm-hmm. of course, my cousins, they were boys. So we had like Batman, Batboy, and I was like, yep. Batgirl, yep. you know, and so we sort of, oh, the Pink Lantern. I used to the be pink like, lantern. you know, the lanterns, like Green, green Lantern. Lantern. I know yeah, green yeah. Lantern. I know green, so yeah. we would like have yellow and pink and all the colored oh, lanterns. Cool. Yeah. And so we would just make up superhero stuff. So when I actually got um, Electra, I texted my cousin and I was like hug oh, I'm getting paid to be a superhero yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably so easy to do some shitty jobs like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. probably in a pink land costume <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean that that's the coolest part for me is like you know, you're wearing those outfits and you get to play pretend all day, you know, like there's, I can't so even fun. explain mm. like wearing the warrior goddess outfit. Like they, they had us, um, we had a uh, proper armor for that, like a proper armor came in. And wow. so we, we had the soft armor for the stunt sequences yeah. and stuff, but we had real stuff. And like the vest that she's wearing was something like $50,000 worth of Schwakowski crystals or something like Mitchell. these. Are, Mitchell and it, vest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a geek, aren't you? Like it would take four people to put your armor on and you know, like it was just like it was really cool. Heavy as well, really heavy. Um the the hero armor was. Yeah. But you know, and the sword was heavy, but you just like you're walking along these ice 
icebergs in quotations as you go along and you're just in this armor and striding yeah, like a warrior sick. and you're like this is pretty cool like, I'm like a boss <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who wants to and then you're on your way to fight frost giants yeah oh, that's cool yeah, that's so it's, it's weird that um you said like briefly before how was it um who's the chick that you do a lot of Jamie Alexander yeah Jamie Alexander so she actually won an award I won an award for doubling her. So you won that award yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Because I thought you meant like she won the award. No. And she walked up there and she was like, yeah, it was all me. Thank you. <laughs> Funny you should say that. but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, um, that sequence I did in Thor. So we don't, we're not recognised in the Oscars. We're the only yeah. category that's not recognised. It's weird, yeah. And mm. you get hair and makeup and yeah. wardrobe and stuff. Are, and it's like, well, we're just as much Oh, well, part. you guys are better Especially than wardrobe and makeup. Especially in an action movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, in, you know, there's, there's, there's like... 40% of the movies yeah. backflips and jump off things right. and yeah. get and a, shot at. A lot of those big action movies are the ones that, you know, get the awards and things mm. like that. And you just you just kind of like, hang on a minute. Mm. Like, we all know that we exist now. It's not like someone's pretending that mm. there aren't any stunt performers. They've seen the behind the scenes on the DVD. So um, we have our own awards um, for the for the World Sort of Stunt Association. Oh, it's cool. called the World Taurus Stunt Awards. Yeah. And um, so every year the whole – stunt community the worldwide stunt community vote on these um awards and i got nominated and then i won mm. for my category in 2012 for the best female stunt performer in the world for the thor stuff things are looking up yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like one of, one of those things it's very very surreal you know yeah like, I, I almost didn't go because i don't think i'd win you know yeah. it's like one of those uh but then uh yeah it was it was really so you got up and you so yeah, thank and you. This, like, you know, the Oscars are probably like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you saw now? Now, when you're amongst star performers, you're yeah. just like, you're best to wear a pretty dress. And oh, then, that's true. Because that's different. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, very true. true. So, um, yeah, and the, the award is like four foot tall and so heavy too. Like you can hardly hold it. I'm like, yeah, this is an yeah. award. <laughs> well, that's the average height for the, uh, the American woman. Yeah, you yeah. look it up there? I looked it up in the end. The, the average that's height bullshit, for surely. American woman is... No, they are. They're really short. Five foot. Five foot. They are. Five, no, no, five foot five, it says. Five foot five, okay. Five foot five. That's, that's still short. That's still short. My mum's five foot four and she's fucking tiny. Yeah, mm. my mum's five six. Yeah. She's still fucking tiny as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's America. I don't, I don't know about Australia. Well, just look it up. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's a hard world we live in. Yeah, right. <laughs> How's my typing? I, I reckon it would be five foot. If you're nine, I reckon you're in five foot nine. Five foot nine. Hundred what? Sixty-one. Oh no, that's that's smaller than short. that's smaller than five foot six. Yeah, yeah, that's like five foot nothing. That's not like true. Five foot negative three a million. Point, three point nine kilograms and uh, four four foot one. <laughs> three foot nine kilograms. Come on. <laughs> this is my mum. She's a mouse. <laughs> No, that's just saying we got fatter by 3.9 kilograms. No, 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 no. I didn't even really touch really yeah. yeah. um, Oh, God. I was like, man, i got to lose some weight yeah, to look down to yeah. the average for women yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about God. that. Um, that's classic. So, yeah, cool. So, and then, so tell us about, you've done, you're a survivalist? Yes. How's so, so I sort of started thinking eventually I was going to want to get out of stunts mm-hmm. because, you know, it is, it's really rough on the body. Yeah, and, sure. and eventually, um, you know, like a lot of women over 40, they all have their necks vertebrae fused and stuff because we got such little necks that, um, you know, we don't have the muscle that men have. Mm. So as soon as you get thrown to the ground, you get whiplash or concussion. And, yep. um, you know, it, I just, <laughs> I got a really bad concussion on purge. 
Anarchy or something, the second one. You were on Purge Anarchy. I was. No way. You can actually see me because, you know. I am officially in love with you. Oh. <laughs> I love that movie. That's insane. So there's this part when you first see him with the Tommy gun. Yep. And there's a couple walking down the street and they're going out to Purge. It's like one of the first sort of couples you see. That's me. No so, way. Yeah, and so as the truck drives really slowly past, you get like I look up at him and you see my face and then I get shot like by, oh, God, we had so many squibs. Like the back of my clothes were just solid. They reckon it was almost the most squibs they've put in anyone ever and it was just like... The squibs? What's a squib? Isn't a squib in Harry Potter someone who knows magic and death? That's what I thought you meant. I was like, that's just a bit weird. Yeah, I'm a dad. You had a lot of people... I love this. What is a squib, sorry? So a squib is when you see someone get gunshot. So it's a little explosive thing that they put in your... Like it's an explosion and they put it under your clothes and they put a little blood pack with it yes. so the explosions under the blood pack and they have someone who presses a button and they time the explosion of that and it bursts through your clothes oh, and wow. with the blood so i had probably 80 of them Jesus. on my back so the whole back you was like, a tommy gun or something yeah <laughs> really <was>. yeah <laughs> oh, that's cool. i vaguely remember that scene and i vaguely remember that i don't know just someone getting absolutely yeah killed. Two of us. <laughs> killed really badly though yeah and we had to go backwards down onto the concrete and the camera was really close behind us and so the um anyway the the director's like okay so you can't look back and spot your landing mm. i don't want to see you putting your hands down i don't want you to break this fall or anything you know because we're really up close and and that's um that's generally what's called eating shit in the stunt world <laughs> yeah. so you know that it's going to hurt and i couldn't put any pads on because all the squibs were there so um the first take, and I was doing it with this like stunt guy who was quite a veteran. And the first take, and we look at it, and he's looked back and put his hand down. I'm oh, like, dude, yeah, kill me. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> so then we had to like do it all again. And on the second take, like I was a bit too relaxed, I guess. So when I went back, I like cracked my head on the concrete. And um, shit. And three days after that, I couldn't find easy words. You know, like yeah. as I was trying to string a sentence together, and you know, look at all these footballers and that they get concussions, and you just like it's not worth it. So mm, I, I started. Yeah sort of looking at what I would like to do as an alternative career. And um, basically, I um, thought it'd be great to host a show. Mm -hmm. And my biggest concern with reality television is the female role models. Mm -hmm. So you... Um, Kardashians. Right. Oh, number and, one, number you know, one. You like exactly. know, my, my nieces and cousins and all that, you know, you ask them what they want to do when they grow up. I want to be Paris Hilton's BFF, you know, and you're just like, oh, my God. And I looked around and there really wasn't a strong female role model who wasn't bitchy mm. um, or mm. manly mm. or, you know, like... Just so their own element sort of thing. Yeah, mm. you know, so we're okay with a female being strong, but they have to be a bitch as well. Mm. And I was just like, this is awful. So it sort of became my goal to get a show on television with a, a strong feminine role model yeah, on great. there. So mm. um, I've sort of been working towards those goals and um, and... The thing I know best is survival and, and the outdoors. And I truly, truly believe that getting outside is where you learn the most about yourself and and others. And it's a really good tool for learning life lessons really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I wrote a survival book for women, which was cool. called Girls Own Survival. Mm. Um, and Penguin published it in Australia a couple of years ago or whatever. And some Bear Grylls' publishing thing published it in America. Oh, wow. Really? Um, awesome. I was just thinking about the, yeah, I was the man. Say, Bear, uh, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite shows on the planet, Man vs. Wild. I 
used to love it. Yeah, it was yeah. good. So and, good. And everybody's like, wow, it's not real. I'm like, you know what? I saw a dude drink his own pee out of a snake skin. You know, that's like, right. Yeah, that's right. I don't care if he goes to the hotel at nah. night. You know, yeah. he squeezed water out of elephant too. You, I'll tell you what I saw him do once in the, in the um, jungles of Belize. Yep. If this, if he was on wires and fully rigged up as a stuntman, then this was still fucking impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was over. Um, there was he needed to get down to this like cenote or like cave system to yeah. go through this cave, and it was like a eighty foot downwards, like a de- uh, like it was like a valley, like a car valley. He was on one side of it, and he goes right. The only way I'm going to be able to get down there. Oh, yeah, come on, is- do, do it, do it, do a real <laughs> right. Anyway, so he he says, right. The only way I'm going to be able to do this is I'm going to I'm going to grab this vine and I can see that it's attached to the other side of the the the, the gorge. He goes, I'm just going to give it a tug to make sure it's see this one's green. Uh, this one's green. It's live. He goes, this one's old and and dead. So this is not not the one you want to use. Or you want to use this one anyway what he does he grabs onto this vine swings across the chasm yeah. smashes himself into the rock wall on the other side with his left hand grabs this other vine transfers to the to that and then climbs down to the bottom of the it's insane like, it's insane it was yeah. full hot if, it was, if he was rigged up which he I must have been in some way it can't have been surely he can't. Was, do you reckon he was probably yeah do you reckon he was yeah, oh, yeah. Really? they do have you riggers could, out it was stuff. full yeah. Hollywood style like special effects amazing I could, I'm like how the fuck yeah yeah. it was yeah. the coolest thing and yeah. I, I at this stage I'm thinking it's all real yeah I'm like Bear Grylls yeah. is the it's best real. man of the it's real Santa real it's all real it's all real Batman's real Batman's real Batman's real you know Wonder Woman's real <laughs> Just last week, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So, you wanted to create a, f- a female, female bear, bear grills? You know, bear grills actually wrote. A bear grills. A bear grills. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever said. <laughs> What's a female bear called? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A bear? I'm, I'm thinking, come up with a funny female bear name. Yeah. <laughs> quick, 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 quick. Oh, damn it. There, there are none. No. Um, so, Bear Grylls actually wrote a quote for my book, which was really lovely too. So, awesome. I, yeah, he sort of had a quick look at it and went, oh, this is great. Yeah. Um, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Still sounds Steve Irwin. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. All right. Um, I know I've got to drink my own urine. Um, <laughs> I'm in the shit, but it did not sound like Bear Grylls. It sounded like, um, but sometimes like a real Manchester Darrow it. from like really? Snatch. Yeah. Uh, Pommy, have you seen Dash? <laughs> you guys are actually pretty good. I'm yeah. keeping my mouth shut. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a reason I never acted. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, the female Bear Grylls would be a great thing mm. for the world, it'd be a great thing for women. Um, I, I managed to sell a show to ABC Family um, last year, which had me as a host taking mm-hmm. people in the outdoors um, cool. but then they all went to a different network I mean they they changed for some reason over there. a bit of politics behind that or? yeah and so that, that it, it never eventuated but I'm also in the process of developing a whole bunch of new shows and, yep. um, and so uh, fingers crossed on that definitely yeah so do you have, um, do you have uh, like your own survival skills you've done lots of survival stuff yeah. or is it like something that you're built 
into your repertoire before the show? Uh, no, I had them all before. And then really? I actually, I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Discovery shows uh, Naked and Afraid. Yeah, I've yeah, heard Naked Afraid, yeah. Yeah, so the very first season, they had six survival experts out on that, and I was one of them. So really? um, they dumped me in Louisiana Swamplands, and they've oh, done wow. like a bunch of episodes now, but they still say that was the hardest um, location they've ever put a couple. Yep. Um, they put us in there in reptile mating season with a whole bunch of like <laughs> venomous snakes and, and oh. Alex. It must have been weird watching two naked people like, cause they're trying to, is naked and afraid the one where oh, they just have to figure it out. Don't they? That's yeah. not dating in the, in the, no, na- in the no, nude no, or something. No. I was thinking that something else. <laughs> no. yeah. I remember that show. Yeah. This was like, they drop you in the middle of nowhere, 21 days. You have your, you know, Did you have to be naked. Yeah. You have to what be naked the, as well. Um, what was the word? Can you find this online? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I my mum's so proud. You just have to Google my name. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? So, what was the, what was the actual point of like being naked though? Um, Did you well, actually have to be naked? Yeah, twenty-one days naked. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I didn't know the survival. He's, he's not believing that. Sh- I've, heard, I've heard of the show, but I've never I've never watched it. Yeah, yeah. So same I here. It might have been like just some sort of no. euphemism. No, mm. they no. they take. Everything away from you. So you get mm. one survival item, um, which you're going to choose a knife or a yeah. pot or yeah, something yeah. along those lines. You know what I mean? Or a knife pot. <laughs> or a knife pot. Which unfortunately those, um... is not one item. Yeah, I tried. Just sharpen it up your uh, sharpen up your pot. Hey, man, get ready for it. It's a good pot. <laughs> I wish, I wish you listeners, you listeners need to see the hand signals going on here. Yeah, stir in the pot. Jeez, mate, that's a nice pot. Yeah, you know, same thing, same thing. That's not a pot. Yeah, this is a pot. It's a nice pot. Yeah, such a nice pot. Oh, it's um, gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, um, they say action basically, and then they like take your clothes off and they dump you in the middle of somewhere and um, you have to take your clothes off and that's it for 21 days. So wow. you can back out, you know, you don't, there's no prize for staying the length except I had a book coming out and it would, would have been really good to... That's so, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I um, stayed the 21 days and I had uh, Billy. So I was actually really fortunate, you know, a lot of... A lot of the couples have a lot of conflict, um, but Billy from Georgia, he's, he's a good enough lad, you yeah. know, like um, he, his brother was a snake handler, so he was really good with catching the snakes. And, oh, that's cool. Because um, that's what we lived on for most of the time. Just ate the snakes. Ate the snakes, yeah. yeah. And um, and that was, that was a good experience. I mean, it was an awful experience, but it was, it was good. And so we, what went through your mind? Um, How did you sort of, what was the mental well, struggle? The first bit was really awful because I am not like, I'm not a nudist, you know, mm. and a lot of the people that go on the show are. Um, and like, no, I, I, I never even mooned anybody in my life. I've never oh, flashed my that. boobs. I've done that a lot right, of times. Wait, yeah. people, everybody has. I've flashed but- other people's boobs with people like this. <laughs> I'm sitting across the room from him right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My hands are deadly weapons. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we're going to take the line between you and Bill and just make sure it doesn't cross that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's too late. It's on the internet anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and so we're sitting and, and we paddle in into the bayou with this like canoe and there's this old Creole guy like who's paddling my canoe and he's sitting behind me. And I had really long hair then. It was like midway down my back. And um, yeah, and he just turns to me. He's like, ma'am, your hair sure is pretty. <laughs> and then they're like, That's okay. That's so seedy. And I get naked. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did is... you hear what he said? That's yeah. just creepy. <laughs> oh, that's bloody Where creepy. Where was it filmed? Um, so 
it's filmed in different locations. They just dump a whole lot of it. And, and that was the other problem I had too. Like all these promotional videos had come out of the other locations that the five other – because I was the finale of season one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they had showed all these people in these different locations and they were like these white sandy beaches and they were eating <laughs> fish and they had like shells and things and they're like fires going and like beautiful clear water the and they dropped drawn. me in Louisiana swamplands. <laughs> yeah. It was like the coldest Some May on dude. record. It was just so awful. Really had it. Oh, Louisiana, you said that. Yeah, it was in yeah. Louisiana. It's a beautiful That's right. place though. Uh, Been to like New Orleans and like, I probably haven't seen the, bar. like I just, I just like, the whole bayou, under- mm. I think it would be amazing, but not. I obviously would want my clothes. And see, <laughs> yeah. the interesting thing for me was Bear Grylls had been had been there, and he'd been all around the world, and he said that is the worst place I've ever really? been, and he said really? that it's hell on earth. The best thing Jesus. you can do if you get stranded in there is get out. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to sit here naked yeah. for 21 <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. Yeah. It's funny though. Like, I mean, if you were just doing that by yourself, or you had someone else, and you were just yeah. truly surviving, but you, you've got cameras on you yeah and you're completely naked with a stranger yeah like it just it would just for me it would just feel a bit weird it, it was probably get into it but. it was weird for about 30 seconds but they dropped us off in waist deep water and there were alligators in the water Jesus Christ. um and <laughs> yeah. and the briefing we'd got is like well you know if there's alligators there if you see bubbles come to the surface and i'm just like but you have to stand around because they can hold their breath for like 20 minutes so you'd have to stand around for 20 minutes and wait for the bubbles to come up to know where they were and so they put us in this waist deep water and from that second on you're just surviving like you oh, really yeah, are yeah. and then and then these mating calls of these angry male alligators are all around you and you're just like right we gotta fuck this just- I'm gonna get fucked by an alligator right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what crossed my mind <laughs> this is gonna be better than I thought <laughs> Anyway, so from Sorry. that moment on, we were just like fully in survival mode. And, yeah. You know, like it was it was quite hilarious because I was always aware of where the cameras were because I've been on sets forever. Mm. So like I mm. never bent down in front of the cameras. I oh, always yeah. was like mm. making sure that it, like my legs were crossed and yeah. I was all this. And then on the on the very last day, like you have an exit. So you leave the camp that you're on and you have to go and do a big trek on that last day. And you're starving. Like yep. I lost um, 18 pounds, so like, I don't know, like nine kilograms. Mm-hmm. And, um, In 21 days. Yeah. And, yep. and you're, not, you're not eating. Snake diet. Yeah, the I'm snake diet. Yeah. <laughs> the only no, thing yeah. that the problem Good diet, good diet. Yeah. Everybody's always like, I want to go on that show. I'm like, yeah, but then you put like 55 yeah. back on again when you start eating. When you start eating snake. <laughs> I mean, you love snake now. So. It's so it's funny because it really does taste like chicken. It you really know, does I, taste I, like I, chicken. I like, totally would joke about everything. I'm like, oh, it tastes like chicken. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it, it actually does. Um, cool. So then uh, they walk us through this really deep part and then it's like, that's where all the really big alligators are in the bay. So we'd been around... The bits where you could avoid the big alligators, but this they had a um, a helicopter come and land on this um, patch of deep water, yeah. and we had to get into the helicopter. And so it was okay as we we're walking along because you could see where the alligators were. You're like, okay, there's like five of them around us, massive beasts. Like they look like dinosaurs. They're the mm. scariest thing. And they did have a an a alligator wrangler, and he's like. 500 meters over on the bank with a broomstick and a chicken breast. <laughs> and he's like the dude that's going to protect me if one of these decide to eat. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, he's yeah. got a chicken. <laughs> he's like, that's not some hair you got there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty um, hair. And then, Find a T-Rex and a can of tuna. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cutty <Cutting> boy. <laughs> Cutty <Cutting> boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, I got an 
I got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did have names for them all, but yeah. seriously. There's and Chopper. Then, <laughs> and then the helicopter lands and all the alligators vanish under the water. And then you don't know where the hell they oh, are. That's so crazy. And then I'm just like, I don't know. The thing that crosses my head is like, I don't need to be faster than the alligators. I just need to be faster than Billy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Fuck you, Billy. He sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Billy. Keep him down there. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever watch my episode, I throw the spear away and I start swimming because I'm like, you know what? They're going to get the last person. They're yeah, going to yeah, get the yeah. last person. Do you, do you so know true. I have an example of that once? We're, we're, me and my mates were in... Um, I was traveling with two buddies in Peru. Yeah. And we're in a place called Mancora. It actually happens to be my favorite place on the whole planet. Mm. And um, we were partying heaps for there for two weeks, Christmas and New Year's. And we met um, three other guys, American, South Af- a South African and another Australian. We were just like real good buddies. We're all in that six-person dorm together. And we've been partying heaps. So we decided we just got on this little fitness kick. We're like, we need to start doing some exercise, you know. And there was this, um, there was this lighthouse near... We went along the beach and there was this lighthouse we wanted to run up to and then down the back of the lighthouse and then through all these like, it's kind of like, um, it's like a desert. The Peruvian coast is like a desert kind of. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was, about, it was about a seven kilometer run we figured out. And um, anyway, we started running and we got up along the beach, underneath this bridge, over the lighthouse, down the back. And then we got through, we got to like people's yards and we're like, fuck, we got to make sure we're not really mm. running through people's properties. We go this way, guys. Yeah, no worries. And then we ran through the front of this guy's yard, but his house is like, 500 meters away. Yeah. Anyway, we turn and there's these two rabid Peruvian dogs running oh at us. Oh, gosh. And I remember I looked and went, fuck dogs. And my mate Matt. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> my mate Matt was behind me and he grabs. This is Roisy. Right. Roisy. So Jen. Roisy reaches behind me, grabs me and throws me behind him and shoves me to the dog. Oh, what a dog. He threw me to the dog. He threw me to the dogs. And we're like, fuck it, run. And, um, but it was full like, it was just survival. Well, Roisy, Roisy yeah, was going yeah, to sacrifice yeah. me yeah. For, his, for his own good. Yeah. Did you ever, you ever find out who let him out? Uh, who who let the dogs out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, that was um, awesome. Yeah, anyway, I don't know what that point of that story was. But, um, yeah. yeah, throwing people. I always say, like, if I'm in a Would date. Would be cool if it was a wolf. That'd be great. Throw, yeah, literally it'd be really cool. Throwing oh. wolves. Yeah, you get thrown yeah. the wolves, yeah. That was pretty good, though. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It's, no, it's no wolf, though. Um, so, right. Okay. Did you become so, mates with that dude? With Billy? Yeah. Yeah, we, we talk every now and then. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, everybody, I mean, he was like a tall, muscly dude, and everyone's like, ooh, and I was like, no, you Nothing. don't brush your teeth for 21 days, oh, yeah, and no. you're like, you haven't showered, or, like, we didn't have any beautiful ocean mm. thing where we were, like, swimming in the crystal clear water, like, mm. we were in just mud for yeah. 21 days. You guys are just yeah. gross. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. they always say, you know, like, if you're really cold, you should cuddle for warmth, and we had a fire. Yeah. Like, why are you going to cuddle for warmth when you're going to mm. fire? Yeah. You know, so it was, yeah. I would, I'd be convinced, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we can cuddle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> May as well, I mean, the we're... has gone out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's got for a sometimes. Yeah, yeah weird. we don't need a flirt. <laughs> did it last uh, did about a week. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, it, was, it was a good day. <laughs> it was a good forty seconds. <laughs> um, so where did you get the where did you get the skills to be a survival expert though on this show? Um, I just sort of went out and did it because I love the outdoors. I love you know I love challenging myself. So mm-hmm. I actually. Um, prior to that, which is the reason they found me for Naked and Afraid, was um, I'd hiked across the Sierra Nevadas there, um, like I did a hundred miles with just a pocket knife. Um, wow, so just so headed cool. out and just like I wanted to test my skills. You know, there's mm. 
Um, you know, there's plants that are consistent most places in the world, you know, so you can figure that out. And there was streams for fish and stuff. So I just wanted to really see if I had what it took. So it was a lot of learning by doing. Mm. Um, and then, you know, you, you know, there's specific skill sets like making a fire by rubbing sticks together and things. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that, you know, I'm like, you guys are the, the superhero and you're like the Harry Potter geek. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like the one that's sitting there going, oh, you know, if you rip, like, like, if you rub two sticks together, look what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard at dinner parties where everyone's trying to have some sophisticated conversations. Yeah. You're talking about like, yeah, you know, I, I scun this thing and I, I made a bikini out of it. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> well, what does that have to do with the Nimbus 2000? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I know what so, so Sierra Nevada, um, like where did you start? Where did you finish on the... Um, started at Three Rivers, so it's like on the west um, side of it, and then just sort of did a straight crossover. Which states are we talking here, sorry? Um, or state? California. Is the Sierra, Sierra Nevada is all in California, and then it goes down to Mexico and becomes Sierra Madre, I think, doesn't it? I'm not sure. I just wanted to... Yeah, just in there. Yeah. Yeah. When you say don't, yeah, you, you know, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know exactly oh, I, I actually didn't know in an instru I, I didn't know where Sierra... Um, Nevada was. Can we, I know whether it was. Ask like. that again. Ask that again. We'll, we'll help you out. Yeah. Um, whereabouts, <laughs> what, whereabouts exactly is the Sierra Nevada mountain range? Um, it's in California and then it goes down into Mexico and becomes the Sierra Madre. Yeah. It's amazing. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Only true survivors would know that. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, how long did that take you then? Um, 10 days. Really? Yeah, so I mean that was that was a big challenge also because um, the Sierras are totally ruined by um, cattle grazing. Mm. So I was like, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna mm. feast on raspberries and stuff. And then I got there, I like ate nothing for ten days. So oh. Channel Seven um, Australia actually did a story on it, and so they they saw us off at the start, and then they saw us at the end of it. Oh. And uh, it was like Mike, somebody or other, who was the reporter. He was he's like, hey, and he's like, you just need to eat something. <laughs> he just he wouldn't talk to me. He's like, here, have some food. <laughs> so after like. Maybe not 10 days so much, but 21 days. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a thing if your body needs to almost acclimatize back to, to the normal way of eating? Like, did you have to go through that process yeah. at all? Or, yeah. Like, um, I was probably one of the older survival experts who did it that first season. Um, and I don't know if that had a lot to do with, you know, like metabolism and stuff, but mm. it probably took me a year really? like, to get back. You know, you Whoa. come you come back and you know, I came back to Australia to recover because the food here is so good, you know, yep. it's so pure and stuff, but... My mum, after a couple of days, she's like, I'm just going to put a lock on the fridge, you know, just you really should stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I haven't eaten for 21 days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just give me another day at least. <laughs> but wow. you get like your brain um, switches into survival mode. And yeah. like, I mean, you guys as fitness guys, you know that um, starving yourself is not an effective way of losing weight no, because you, your body then slows metabolism. Right. And your body then's like, well, I'm just going to stack this on in case you do that again. So one of my really good friends, she's done three naked and afraid's and she's wrecked. Like mm. she she is a CrossFit girl. Mm -hmm. And she um she has it's been like all of their hair fell out after doing Whoa. that many and um Shit. you know, like it really, really wrecked um just hormones and everything. Yeah. So you know, I can just really tell firsthand a lot of the actresses that don't eat lots and they have problem with fluctuations and stuff, like I'm always like, you have to eat. You know, mm. the fastest way you can lose healthy weight is to eat and, mm -hmm. and the best way to lose weight is obviously to lose it slowly, you know, rather than just do this big crash thing. So mm -hmm. like my muscles would tear every time I started to try and train because they didn't have nutrients and that's twenty one days. Yep. You know, you think of people in 
in the concentration camps and stuff. Oh. That, 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 or in, never be right again, surely. Right in in real survival situations where it's it's endless. You know, I mean, yep. it, it's just one of those things. Your body it, it takes a long time to recover, and yeah. and then mentally, my friend, like every time she sees food or something, she's like squirrels it away. Like she's got all in her pockets and stuff. <laughs> like, she's got I'm like, like weird little things you, you now. Will have a, we'll have another meal, mate. Yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. Like, you'll be all right. Like oh, just crazy. psychologically, yeah. I'm sure it really affects as well. But I mean, I was I was pretty fortunate because I'm fairly grounded, so I sort of just compartmentalized all the bits of it but um yeah i mean it, it did take about a year before i'd say my body was back to normal from it and so what kept you going like you said before that you could stop at any time mm-hmm. and what what sort of kept you going through that um well I, I as i said i had a book coming out and the book was about an attitude of survival you know okay. so um couldn't live it down <laughs> right you know and and it it was really fascinating because I'd written the book already and it was already coming out, but then I realized all the things I'd written it were actually true. Mm. <laughs> I, was mm. like, I was like, hell, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty good. So it was, and it was. I did it the other way around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to become yeah. an expert and write a book and then yeah. I'm going to go and, and then I'm going to do it. Yeah. 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 Don't tell anyone about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let all this okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. Don't tell anyone. Keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. Yeah, so I mean, that, that was the thing that kept me going. I'm really stubborn. And I think, like, mum and dad said I came out with like, my jaw sticking out when I came out the womb. You know, I was always, if someone said to me, oh, you probably can't do that, I'm like, I will show you. Yeah. And, like, um, the yeah, yeah. like the doctor. Like the doctor. And so I think that had a lot to do with it. And um, it's it was a finite amount of time. Mm. You know, like, yeah, you I'm always like, yeah. yeah, like, I'm always like, you can do anyone, anything, for anyone, shit. <laughs> You do anyone. Let's put that to the test. Let's, let's, let's give it a go. Let's yeah. Let's yeah. 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 Let's, yeah. Um, so, so, guys, move on for a second. Yeah. 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 How you mate? How many goals have You can do anyone for yeah, 21 yeah, yeah. days. I'm telling you, I've done it. I've done it. It's insane. It's insane. Thor, I've done Superman, I've done Batman. <laughs> uh, good. Oh my uh, god. Thor shit. Um, where do you go from there? Yeah. Um, um, have yes. you ever seen um, have you ever seen one of my favourite books I read um, was called Walking the Amazon? It's yeah, Stafford. It's Stafford. You know, it's yeah. Stafford. That was really interesting and the documentary that went with that. So he walked from the um, the point that the Amaz- uh, that the Amazon River begins, which mm-hmm. is in the um, Andes, basically like it's the meltwater trickle from from an Andean mountain that becomes a tiny stream that becomes this river that becomes oh, that really? river. That, yeah, that becomes Shit. yeah. So it's the very first point that becomes the Amazon River all mm. the way out to the Pacific. Yeah, he walked the whole way, just walked down mm. the river. That was crazy. It's and- a crazy, crazy story. All the shit he went through. Have yeah. you got any plans to do anything like any more survivally? Like, like, do you think that's in your future? Um, I mean, I'm always going to be doing projects like mm. that. And, you know, that was the thing with Naked Afraid too. Like Marooned, which was Ed Stafford's show, he mm. spent 40 days out there naked. And so mm. that had already come out when I was doing my 21 days. So I'm like, oh, shoot, if he can yeah. do it, I can do it. But, mm. um, you know, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm always doing some challenges. They did a 40-day Naked and Afraid and they asked me to do that. And I was like, oh, you know, when you've done something, you just mm. don't really need to do it again. So, yeah. so I'm not sure. Um, I'm, you know, always – out there filming survival stuff and learning. I've just been up in uh, the Kimberley with a, a cowboy who does army style survival. So we've been exploring the Kimberleys and just sort of getting out cool. there and doing that stuff. So um, no no set plans. I've actually 
finding out on uh, Wednesday if I have to have another operation on the leg. So yeah. things are sort of just on hold until mm. yeah. till that. Okay, a graft, you mean? Or? Um, no, they uh, – so they – they have to go into the hip socket maybe and yep. and scrape something out there. So Shit. I'm just sort of waiting to hear about that. Then I'll figure it out. Yep. Right. So no no big plans. Just sort of sitting back, writing my second book, which is the sort of um, expose on the stunt industry. Now I'm not in it anymore. Yeah. Right. You're <laughs> give like all the yeah the tell all. Yeah. Well, I've never really wanted to sort of gossip about it, but there'll be stories. Oh, just no go. names. Yeah. Oh, you can put like. Oh, okay. Okay. Rhyming yeah. <laughs> slang and sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She may or may not have been on Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Steve uh, Woolworth yeah. was a real dick. What was it? Charlie's Holmes. Yeah, yeah. She was great. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, cool. So, all right. So, do you have any kind of. Uh, we kind of just touched on this right now, but do you have any kind of like dream that you have for yourself in the next part of your life or you just like. You kind of have it kind of met, um, answered, I suppose. So you just kind of plan it by ear or... Maybe like one... Oh, lost my voice there. You're right, just like, too excited. Uh, I'm 14 right now, break? going through puberty. Uh, my voice broke, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? We've done a lot of weird shit on the show, but that was probably the most embarrassing. <laughs> uh, cool. More embarrassing than me talking about what I... How many... Yeah. Well, you didn't have an answer, so it's all you good. <laughs> no, but yeah, you, like one like big overall dream... Well, my dream would be to get paid to explore the world, you know, like oh, that yeah. sort of, um, you know, four years ago when I sort of looked at starting to host and things like that. Um, but, you know, I'm pretty much, I sound so cheesy living the dream though, you know, like I've just explored Australia for like five weeks in a four-wheel drive and mm-hmm. just adventuring. My, I brought my motorbike over from the US, so I've just sort of getting my motorbike packed for Sick. doing some trips and, yeah. um, I mean, this is the dream. Is, you know, just finding one adventure to the next. Mm. And apparently there's this really cool company out there that does these um, adventure travels where you, <laughs> yeah, you, you, much about it. Where you, like, you keep fit when you travel. I mean, yeah. that sounds like a pretty cool idea as well. Is it, we'll yeah, I don't know along. much about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe you, I guess. I'll, I'll, look, it, I'll look it up. I'll look yeah, it up. Yeah. It's probably called adventure shit or something. Or like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Stay tuned. Um, yeah. <laughs> Adventure uh, Radio, right. by the way. Adventure Radio, everyone come <laughs> on. Uh. Should we go to um, Six from Six? I we should. All right. So, um, Kai, to finish off. Oh, we, shoot. Is this one of those like quick six this questions? Quick. Quick. Yeah, they don't have to be quick. They started oh. off, we, we started off saying rapid fire, but yeah. we never held anyone to rapid fire, that's for sure. <laughs> but um, So, three questions from me, three questions from Tommy. So, my first question is, um, what is your favorite destination on the planet? Somewhere that you've been, can be a small town, can be a continent, can be... A big city. Africa. I love Africa. I love when you step off the plane and you step onto that dirt that's like a million years old and the Mm -hmm. smells and the sights and the sounds. And I love that the animals are all the animals that you learn in the alphabet. You Mm. know, like there's lions and and all that. Tigers and bears. Oh, my. Is the the dirt on other continents younger than the African dirt? It is, actually. Really? Yes. Fuck, here's me trying to poke this. No, it is. You're actually right. Australia and Africa have some of the oldest earth on the world. Really? Yeah. Is that, do we used to be connected by a continent called Gondwana Land? Or is Gondwana Land <laughs> the actual continent that was both Africa and Australia? Yeah, Gondwana Land was everything. Well, Gondwana Land was a uh, was a bloke that I used to know actually <laughs> as well. But, uh, <laughs> what about in particular in, in Africa? Anywhere that um, comes to mind? Or I loved Zimbabwe, oh, um, but it was it, it was before that all those um, before they all rose up and killed all the farmers. I was oh, there, and, and everyone was like beautiful and friendly and. 
lovely and you know I went on a canoe trip down the Zambezi there like four mm. days and I honestly thought it was going to be like going down the Murray River because mm. I'd done a bunch of canoeing down the Murray River but suddenly we're in the briefing and the guy's like yeah so there's like one crocodile for every four square meters of the Zambezi mm. and and if the if you know if the hippos come up under your boat and tip it down you have to like swim quietly along oh, the bottom hippos. of the river and yeah. there was like hippos, hippos and oh. yeah and so the trip after as the guide got eaten not that guide but a guide got eaten by hippo too on that exact Jeez. same trip so there was no hippos way. and buffaloes and like at night we were just there was just two of us me and my friend and a guide and we just camped underneath the tarp and there were lions and elephants and like it was the most coolest thing I've ever done amazing, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I've, amazing. Done, I've actually done that same thing not like, for four days but mm, I did the Zambezi and Mana Pools um, is that at Victoria Falls no, it's just down from that. No, we didn't. We didn't end up there. We just did an afternoon one. Yeah. But um, but we, me and my mate Corey, we were drinking a couple of beers, and the sun started to set as we were going down the Zambezi River, and yeah. there was this epic sunset. And then I looked like we're just sitting, just talking, talking mm. to all the people that we're meeting and stuff. Mm. I looked out of the corner of my eye, and there was an elephant about 150 meters in front of us. It started slowly crossing the Zambezi River as the sun was going down, and I said to Corey, "I'm like." Fucking look at that. Yeah. Mm. It was that we took photos of it. Yeah. It was the most incredible like. Yeah. That was just awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So and the it. coolest thing about that is the snorkel that they do with their trunk too. Is they're mm. going under. I think that's really cute. Yeah. So yeah. that's, um, yeah. So, so what is the, do you know the function of a trunk specifically? Like I, I've always been a <laughs> little bit. They breathe out of it. They breathe out of it. They're yeah. Like, they're also like. Oh no, that's just a. Yeah, can grab food. It's like a hand yeah, thing, isn't it? Is. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a hand nose. Like hand a hand. It's a hand nose. Yeah, yeah. it's a hand because, nose. Yeah, it, <laughs> I've got a hand nose. I was going to say it's because they've got the trunk; they can't get to their mouth. But then that sort of defeats the purpose. Yeah, that's right. It? They're just kind of lazy, aren't they? I think it Kneel could. Down. No, I think it is also because um, all the fruit and stuff in the trees there is like way above the ground because it developed like over time. Mm, so they actually mm. have to be able to reach up and grab the yeah, fruit. Yeah, the whole like evolution thing. Have you ever seen like, there's a movie or something that came out where this Amarula fruit, right? Did you drink Amarula while you were there? Mm, don't know, maybe. So, so there's this berry called the Marula berry and it ferments and falls off the tree and the elephants take it and they get really drunk. So really? You can see these drunk elephants. Oh, there is. I love to get drunk with the elephants. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get drunk with it. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why the long nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so my next question, Kai, is similar vein except it's um, dream destination. So anywhere, somewhere you haven't been that's on the top of your bucket list can be anywhere. Um, again, in Africa, I'd love to go to Namibia. There's the skeleton coast there where um, they've got like these incredible sand dunes and they have all the skeletons of all the, all the shipwrecks there. Mm. And I think that would be really, really cool. Or the um, Okavango Delta. Ooh, I'd yeah. love to do like a paddle down there when it's all in flood. And that then, of course, sick. like I haven't done the migration. So, mm. um, you Serengeti. know, is the Serengeti migration. And I'd love to do those um, hiking trips, you know, where they... They have the luxury camps at either end, you know, so you do like 10 days and you just carry a day pack and hike along and then you um, get to your place at night and they're like, would you like some wine? Maybe oh, some pate. Cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm very tired. Yes. <laughs> My legs are terribly yeah. sore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So Africa's your place, eh? Seems um, like. Yeah, you know, Africa and Australia, they're mm. just beautiful. And I, mm. you know, I mean, I've loved... Thailand and South America was gorgeous. I've South America is my favorite spot on the yeah, planet. Yeah, I've been there three times and the Amazon and Peru mm. and all that is, is gorgeous. Mm. Um, 
I sort of, I did a trip where I did like 10 days and we just got smaller and smaller, smaller boats and we just went right into the heart of the Amazon and it was Sick. just, mm. I love it because, you know, people think the Amazon's such a deadly place, you know, with all the bugs and everything, but I was like barefoot and, you know, you swim in the Amazon with prana and, yeah. you know, like as long as you're not bleeding or anything, you're fine. It's and just Yeah, it was, it was just all these myths about how dangerous that place is and it's actually just moving in in oh, this awesome. beautiful way that mm. you don't you you know it's not you out to get you in like a city like this no yeah. the air is good good, good point good <laughs> point mate yeah, yeah. yeah. no really, prana is out there well thought out yeah there. I mean the, the, the Amazon is different to, to a city uh, I, uh, I believe do you take um, the sky travelling with you <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> he just does that um, crossfit stuff yeah. right <laughs> I can tell yeah. oh thank you I actually have been working there for a while <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and my final question is: Do you have any books that you like to recommend to anyone? Be they graphic novels, uh, autobiography, uh, self-help book, anything? In Give particular? us a few more, mate. Magazines. Um, uh, yeah. See, I'm like Cookbooks. I'm the worst with this book thing, you know, like because people quite often ask me, like, who's your who was your mentor? Like, who who do you look up to? What do you know? And I feel like I should have something like really mm-hmm. philosophical. I mean, mm-hmm. MacGyver's the thing that comes out when I'm like, who do you look up with MacGyver? But <laughs> like books and stuff, you know, like I read books for escapism. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one to read um, biographies and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm more so like going out there and doing it and experiencing it and making my own mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to have to say Game of Thrones all the way. Oh, nice one. Nice. Like, read, read Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. And the very first season that Game of Thrones came out, um, George R. R. Martin was on the red carpet at the Emmys and I just happened to be on the red carpet at the Emmys too and he was standing there and like no one knew him. Yeah. And everyone's like freaking out because there was all these stars and I'm like, oh my God, look, it's Shelly Throne. Kai, Kai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shut no, up. No, no one knew who I was. And then, and I would like turn to him like, oh my God, you're yeah, George yeah. And he was like, yeah. So I was yeah. like, I have read all your books. Yeah. <laughs> so, Please don't die. Yeah. Do, do not die. Do not die. Yeah. <laughs> and Speaking then, of God, you've done it. He needs his power box. Have you read all the books? Yes. So how, I've read them all too. Do you get frustrated by the show? You love the show? or I love the show. Mm, you know, because here's the thing. I've read a lot of um, books that have then been made into shows and they've been really disappointing. Mm, and, you know, mm. there's always going to be some element. I mean, the books are so huge and so rich and... Mm. Um, like I hate to say it, my only disappointment, well, my two disappointments, is the casting of Jamie Lannister and Ooh, of Cer- really. and of Cersei because I think like these they were meant to be the most beautiful and charismatic like mm. like people in the land, yeah. and I mm. just I didn't ever connect with the guy that played Jamie. And I, I don't mind Jamie. I reckon he's alright. Is Cersei supposed to be kind of like like a bit of a witch like that? She, she's meant nah, to she's be, beautiful. be the most beautiful, really, you've and ever seen. gorgeous, and and like just men would die to do things for really? her, and mm. and she's very manipulative with her beauty yeah, but yeah, she's yeah. meant to be very sensual with it and I just never ever got that out mm. of her but every mm. like all the other castings were brilliant and mm. and it was hardcore you know I mean it was it, I think they did it really really well yeah mm. no I think they've done it well the way that I look at it I used to get really frustrated by it by the diversions from the book to the TV show yeah and then one day I just said to my I just it kind of cracked uh, clicked in my head I said alright I'm just going to take this mm-hmm. as the book is the fact and then the show is my mate 
down the pub telling me pretty much yeah. the rough yeah, story yeah, of what's yeah, happened. Yeah. A, bit yeah. of mayo, a little bit of mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. bit of forgetting some stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Yeah. 20 girls. Yeah. 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 That's pretty yeah. much how I look at it. And I actually find having read the book, it makes it a, a richer TV show too. You know, like, mm. so I'll, I'll watch with mates and they're like, who's that guy again? I'm like, oh my God, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who came in for like one second? Like, he's like this huge character now. So I love That's cool. That's good. They're great books. I really think they're. Yeah, they're awesome. Anyway, mm. what's your... Uh, you uh, Kai, <laughs> what do you like to do in your spare time? Um, I love to ride my motorbike. So I've got a, a Yamaha Bolt, and it doesn't sound quite as cool as the Harley Iron, which is what I was going to buy, but mm. um, I test rode them both, and I just love the Bolt. So... Um, you know, my dad had a motorbike accident, so I didn't ride a motorbike for years and years and years mm. because, like, out of respect for that. And then, uh, actually, my sister's um, best friend um, died suddenly when she was 42. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to. On the motorbike? No, just oh. she died of a brain tumor. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, but it just, like, it, it was like a month from, oh, my God, I got a headache. Oh, to, yes. So I feel you, dead. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, I could die on a motorbike, but my God, like I was in Melbourne. Anyway. I was in yeah. Melbourne when that guy crashed into the people. Yeah. I was walking along and I got lost and I was meant to go up Little Burke Street. I went up Lonsdale when it happened. Mm, yeah. you know, And you just go, well, that can happen any moment. Yep. Yeah, and that's right. riding my bike just gives me such joy. Like every time I'm on it and I'm riding, I just feel like my whole body's like, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, I'm so, killing it. Yeah, so I love that. And I love exploring. Like I love going to places that that I've never been and seeing mm. new things. So I'm always like trying to be active and be out there and either like climbing or hiking or mm. exploring or just pushing myself and my body to the limits and getting out there. Mm. Awesome. Um, did you have a role model growing up as a kid or uh, maybe MacGyver. someone you have now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver. Yeah, MacGyver. Indiana Jones and MacGyver. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You yeah, know, Indiana like Jones. I used to go to those movies with my dad and I'd just be like, oh, man, I want to explore places where nobody goes. Yeah, you know? and drink from the chalice and become yeah. a, a model. Yeah, yeah. And, and then like do it up with duct tape, you know, yeah. and a bit of chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all my name. Yeah. <laughs> do you know so, I've uh, never seen the Indiana Jones films? Never seen, what? Never seen them. Uh, right. Uh, if, I wasn't, yeah. if I wasn't busy after this, yeah. I'd like be sitting down on this couch <laughs> and be watching them. Isn't that weird? I it's watched, weird. Uh, I think I watched the first one last year. Oh, I was okay, like, so I'm going to get this, I've got to, I've got to watch them. What was the, um, the Temple of Doom's the best one, isn't it? Uh, well, the tab- Temple of Doom is like the most graphic. I always love the first one, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. yeah. What's the one though? What's the one, I swear it's Temple of Doom, where like he has to... Uh, Eat the heart. And he- that guy pulls the heart out of his chest. Is that and the he one where the monkey he- brains? Oh, no. Nah, okay, not keep going. I'll let you, you know talk. The one, you, know the, you know the one where he like goes through like the... The um the cave and he has to like go through all these like oh no that's um that's the one with Sean Connery in it yes okay that's the last one um I can't remember what that one's called no, but I love yeah. that one the most yeah, yeah that, that is really cool with the rock that just like and bowls up and him. River Phoenix <laughs> no that's the you are mixing up the one with the rock and there's Dumbledore and he's got uh, I don't know yeah, I don't no know. The, the rock is like the first one oh shit but, it's the first scene yeah it's probably the first scene yeah. Yeah. but then there Indiana is some really cool stuff <laughs> <laughs> right listeners I, I am going to educate the these people <laughs> can you use some mail <laughs> alrighty and finally if you can invite three people to dinner dead or alive who would they be and why um I would invite Albert Einstein. Mm, nice one. And I would invite him because I love 
the um, there's, there's some saying about everyone's insane until they're proved right. Mm. You know, like mm. so everyone thinks you're crazy when you come up with these wild ideas, mm. but then all of a sudden you're the first one that knew what was really going on. Yeah, um, then you're a genius. Yeah, then you're a genius, and mm. I I just love the idea that you know he was in a mental asylum. Mean, oh, he was yeah. because he was so out there for for what he was thinking. So I think that would be one. That's good. Um, I would, I mean, Indiana Jones, because come on, he'd have some great stories. Yeah, it'd be good, yeah. You know, like, you, you'd just be like, and what really happened when you got yeah. that chalice? How was that rock? Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a nice rock. Yeah. <laughs> Could you really outrun it? Was that just yeah. magic? Um, and then Princess Leia would be my other one, because I just really think that um, she was the very, very first movie role model for mm. that showed women could be princesses and mm. still rescue themselves. Still hardcore, though. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I loved about that is, like, myself, um, when you're in a career, and I've always been in a male-dominated career. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask about that, actually, at one mm. point. I forgot. That was one of the questions that was in my head. Mm. It, it, would it be hard? Did, was it uh, hard to... Making um, yourself in such what I thought would be male-dominated crew. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to just sort of float through and be like, da, da, but the, the thing that I struggle with is like you have to be so masculine mm. in or what is typically associated with being masculine. You know, you have to be strong. You have to take a hit. You have to get back up again. Even if you're bleeding, you have to just be overall really tough. And I... I like to be feminine, you mm. know, like I'm just as fine getting on the red carpet with George R. Martin in a dress, you know, mm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, you can blow George. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so the, the struggle is that people see you as strong and tough and believe you don't need rescuing or you mm. don't need help. So then you find you're carrying all your own groceries and opening all your own doors. And, you know, like I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, you're a stunt woman, punch me in the arm, you know, and it's like. <laughs> I'm like, come on now. That's fucking you know, ridiculous. So you're just like... Hey, yeah. well, you can take it. I know, I know. And I was like wearing a dress and all at the time. And, this yeah. dude, and it was really hard. Like, I had a bruise for about a week and a half. And I was like, man, I don't even know you. And you didn't even Get pay me for that. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell are you? So, so there's this really fine line between ending up being someone that ends up doing everything for yourself and that yeah. people think is really masculine and trying to to be treated as feminine. I think that, you know, the Princess Leia character just managed to embody all of those things. So Definitely. Because she was, she, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she was like, she was hardcore. Mm-hmm. She won the, well, I can't remember. It was, it was a new hope, wasn't it? It was the first I was one. I you're going to mix all these Oh, around. yeah, no, I know. I love Star Wars. But this is the one with the rock. You like where that she scene was, with the rock there, Ross, <laughs> down yeah, through, the, yeah. through, the, through yeah. the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Leia's there and Harry Potter's there as well. And, yeah. No, but she, and she, the cool thing, like you said before, like she was really sexy as well. Mm-hmm. Like she had that femininity as, yeah. femininity as well, which is great. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, sometimes she got caught up and out of her depth, like with Jabba the Hutt, you know, mm-hmm. and she did need a bit of rescuing. Yeah, but Jabba then, fucked her over. Right. Yeah. But then didn't she like put the chain around and like and kill Strangled him. Yeah, yeah so it. at the end of the day, you know, like, yeah, so I, I think good. that would be a good character as a good person to have there to chat to as well. Mm. Be interesting to see if there was some real chemistry between Indiana Jones and, uh, and Princess Leia. Jabba the Back oh. off, he's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, just in case you're not aware, uh, that's bored. Yeah, that's right. Pretty much it. And it's fake, it's fake. Yeah, yeah. Just, by the way. We are mixing you can up movies. You, you can have Einstein. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you can have Einstein. Apparently he smells real nice. I get stuck with the old man. <laughs> As of now, I'm rash free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sal. Oh, I thought you were talking 
if you said. No, 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 no. I didn't rash me for a while. Tommy's still got the rashes. Yeah, I've got the rashes, yeah. Yeah. No, so. uh, all right. Cool. Well, well where can uh, where can people find you, Kai? Um, Social media is... I'm on... Exact address. On, on the exact surf coast. <laughs> Talky. Um, yeah. No, you can find me. I'm on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter. Uh, just at Kai Frenoy, which is hard to spell at the end. So easy first name is Kai, K-Y, and then F-U-R... N-E-A-U-X. Yep. Uh, you can find me there. And <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm always open to chatting with people if you have any questions. You know, like if people, a lot of people sort of want to find out how to how to get into the movie industry or anything, I'm mm. always open. I'm always with the with the talking and and answering questions. So hit me awesome. up. Well, uh, Key Ferniex, it's been... Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Hang on, you've got the disco butts, Chris. Key, disco butts, Chris Ferniex. It's been real. It's been real. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, awesome. Loved it. Uh, thanks, uh, Thanks Thank- for coming on the show, Kai. You're welcome. It's been fun. Awesome. Okay, uh, that's a wrap. All right, gang. That was, uh, that was Kai Fanu. Kai Fanu. And she'll be listening to this. So, again, Kai, uh, Disco Butsko. I apologise for getting your name wrong, Fanu. <laughs> Disco Butsko. Um, Disco Butsko. That's it, yeah. Um, if you like this show, guys, and you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe. If you are a multiple-time listener, you're already a subscriber, please leave us a rating review. Help us climb the iTunes charts, the podcast charts. Help us get, us, get more downloads. Mm-hmm. Help us keep this thing viable into the future to bring you cool guests like Kai forever and a day. If you want anything from the show notes, head to www.adventuretravel.com forward slash radio. Don't forget to check out www.carve.ph forward slash ADVF for everything carve related and head to oh just sneeze <laughs> whoa head to uh, www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF for your free 30 days and free audiobook and radio at checkout for 10% off anything and everything at adventuretravel.com you know when you sneeze and um, you know uh, a little one um, seventh of a, of a yeah uh, yeah of a hummus, but enough. Um, glad I'm happy that, that didn't happen to me then. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, a good, it was a good sneeze though. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel they say a sneeze is like a seventh of an orgasm. That's what I just said. Did you say that? I just said that. Did you really? I don't come, even up, come up with that. your own. Come up with your own fucking. Oh, come up with your own information, mate. I thought you were referring to the fact that like, um, it's like when you sneeze, you get like a seventh of a. Like a bit of shit coming out. That's what I thought you meant. But uh, no, you get a. I got a seventh of a chutzpah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, all right, I'm up and about now. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>